You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We talked about it briefly, but this is the Thursday night game, so I want to at least put that out there and see how you guys feel about it. 49ers, three-and-a-half-point road favorites at Seattle in this game. Total sits at 43-and-a-half. Is it something you want to touch right now, or are you going to wait? Uh, I grabbed this right away. Well, it opened at three. When it got to three-and-a-half, even though the Seahawks were juiced uh, minus 115, I did grab them at home. We know there's a real home field advantage in Seattle. It's a short week now for Brock Purdy. Let's see if he's able to do what he did yesterday. And Seattle needs this one if they have any hopes of winning that division. They've been a fun story. They've kind of come back down to earth, especially defensively. Mm -hmm. They had a nice couple-week stretch there. I think they at least keep this game close within a field goal. So I grabbed Seattle plus three-and-a-half. I have no interest, no interest in this game at this number. I'll probably... I don't know what I'll do. I'll probably either play the under or I'll try to get like a two and a half with San Francisco. Nothing above three for me, though. Yeah, I like the under in this. I'm just not I'm I'm concerned just about how one Seattle looks. Obviously, they've been a little up and down recently. But also, look, it's still fair to say, how does Brock Purdy look again? Like, does does he have his first game where he starts throwing some picks? Does it become a Mike White situation? where he throws for 405 yards and then, what, 90 the next game last year. Like, it doesn't look like that's going to be the situation. Clearly Jets, 49ers, different teams, coaches, offense, all of that. But it, it's still reasonable to look at Purdy and say, this guy has a bright future, yeah. but also he's still got to show it consistently. So for sure. it, the, the, the total is probably the best thing here. I mean, 49ers ran out of time, like we said, three touchdowns on the ground, 209 yards rushing. They're going to try to eat a lot of clock. So they're at 43 and a half there, I think that's, that's probably the direction I'll go with that. Uh, Colts are at the Vikings. Indy's a four-point dog on the road. The total's 47-and-a-half. I bet this, too. I took the Colts plus four, which I know you think sounds gross, but the Vikings, as I said the last three weeks, I consider them frauds. They've given up at least 400 yards of total offense the last four games. Their defense, I mean, their pass rush, you bring in a guy like Zadarius Smith, Great start to the season. Now he's dinged up. The secondary doesn't look very good. It's just, I mean, Kirk Cousins had a solid day yesterday. He yeah. threw for 400 yards. Justin Jefferson had 12 receptions. They still lost that game to the Detroit Lions. I like the Colts to at least keep this game close. I think they'll be able to run the ball a little bit. I think the spread should be three. So I like Indianapolis I like to cover. The, and they're still alive now. Yeah. The Titans are falling apart in the south. I like the over in this game quite a bit. Really because of the, what Ryan had to say, right? Like the Minnesota Vikings have been giving, giving up not only yards, yeah. but they've been points. giving up points too. And Indianapolis has a decent defense, like I would say middle of the road defense this year, but Minnesota has been hard to stop too. So I could see this being like a 54, 53 and a half, 54 would be like a number, maybe even a little lower, maybe 51 and a half, 52 and a half. But at 47 and a half, I like this. Yeah, and, and the thing, too, though, if it becomes a shootout, I mean, the Vikings do have the advantage with Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins back there. Uh, the, the Colts offense certainly revolves around Jonathan Taylor a lot more. Uh, in this, I, I probably wouldn't touch the spread right now. I do like the over there as well. I w- I'd love to say I'm going against you guys, but, like, honestly, right now, this early in the week, it just makes more sense. But I might actually lean – I might be leaning Vikings in this in a rebound game against the Colts team that – look – 
they, they've had their moments under Jeff Saturday, but Jeff Saturday is still a very in, inexperienced coach, and I think that there is a variable there that could you might be able to take advantage of. But you know, it, it depends on where that line moves. If there's, there starts to be a lot more money coming in on the Colts, then you know it, it may change. But I think right now I'm probably just going to sit there and look at the. You know, the total is the only one. The Ravens and Browns, this is a big one because this is talking about, you know, division. The Ravens are trying to stay alive in that with the, the surging Bengals who now beat the Browns and won a division game. And, it, you know, that's we talk about how Joe Burrow was able to get out there and just go 3-0 and against Patrick Mahomes and against the Browns is the complete opposite. Well, he was able to do that. So the Browns now sit in a situation here where they're two-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Ravens. The problem is it may be Anthony Brown, the third-string quarterback, playing for Baltimore, which – you don't know much other than probably take I know the a lot. No, yeah. no, no, Unfortunately, I we know way too much, Anthony Brown. I know <laughs> Anthony Brown like he's, he's my brother. Yeah. I, I, he was my Oregon Ducks quarterback, and he was absolutely atrocious. He stunk. Well, he did to, beat Ohio State. He, he did beat Ohio State. And then what did he do? Well, I'll tell you what he did. We saw him uh, against you know, Utah. You know, well, you you know my Utah love? Well, I didn't have that same love last year. I actually had a lot of love for Oregon, and I made a bad, bad decision in the Pac-12 championship game, oh fading them. Oh, no, oh. that ain't going to be a Mac Jones oh, throwing touchdown. I need a passing touchdown. Is that Harris? Yeah. Yep. Of course. First touchdown's Harris. Where did he come from? There you go. Well, well, everybody else is hurt. Yeah. All right, left. 6-3 Patriots. Yeah, so I know a lot about Anthony Brown. I, I would be on the Browns, minus 2.5, and, and I'm also on the under in this game. Not Damian Harris. 37.5 under. I would take the under in that game quite a bit as well. I love the Browns in this spot. I mean, Deshaun yeah. hasn't looked very good, but this is his first home game, right? And now he's got two weeks in him. Um Defensively, the Browns have been a damn mess. But, again, it's going to be Anthony Brown most likely. Tyler Huntley hasn't been ruled out yet, but he suffered a concussion yesterday. We know usually you miss a game now yep. in the concussion protocol. So I like Cleveland quite a bit. Minus 150 on the money line now I wouldn't touch. But two and a half, anything under three, I'd play the Browns. And they're talking about Lamar Jackson not being back till Christmas. Yeah. So you're going to probably be going with Anthony Brown. And since you guys are very adamant, well, I was trying to say it was we don't know what he looks could look like in one game at the NFL level, but it sounds to True. me we got two people over here that are <laughs> fading Anthony him. Brown we with a vengeance right now but yeah that, that that game is clearly an under game really most ga- at this point with the Ravens just take the under in every single game because their offense is just not they're not moving the ball enough they don't have the weapons they run the ball but you know J.K. Dobbins J.K. Dobbins had a run yesterday where he looked like he was hobbling the whole time yeah, yeah. man I was like is he hurt and he got caught from behind on yeah. one that like but two years ago he just breaks right up the middle yeah he's not 100 percent they're a running team that doesn't have a consistent run game right yeah. now without Lamar Jackson keeping defenses honest there's just not a lot to offer there I Here's the one question that I do have, because I've done this the last two weeks, and you've done it too, Trista. Deshaun Watson, under passing yards. Don't know that I would do it again. I don't know if I'd do it again. And it looked like it was going to be a two-for-two, and then all of a sudden you get just a horrible bad beat late in the game. Oh, my God. And, I mean, he was at like 130 yards passing into like the third quarter. I thought there was no chance. It was, yeah, it was like like 165, and then – he was sacked, and then, you know, Deshaun Watson's very good at, a, at eluding a tackle and, and sliding out like an eel and slippering out, and he ends up throwing like a 30-yard bomb, and uh, and that's when I knew it was dead. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I think Deshaun's going to figure some things out yeah. here in that yeah. offense, and he's gonna. I think he's going to look all right. I mean, although he's going against that Baltimore defense, so we'll see, but I do like the Browns quite yeah. a bit. I'll definitely stay away from Deshaun Watson now at this point because I've, I've gone yeah. one for one. That's enough. It's not, it's not going to hit again. Yeah. Big one in Buffalo. The Dolphins are seven-and-a-half-point underdogs heading to the Bills. 
That totals at that 42. Line's moved a lot. That line has moved a lot. And the weather, too, they're talking about snow and, and, you know, 30 degree weather, which the Dolphins are sitting around in 55 degree weather with heaters already next to them. This is not, this isn't Miami. Buffalo is the complete opposite. And this is why as the season goes on, the Bills start to get an advantage because they're used to the cold weather. Other teams aren't. And on top of that, you know, like we talk, their, their defense is going to be a big factor. Josh Allen may not be able to throw the ball as much if you're playing in these types of conditions. Yeah. So they've got to get what they got from defense this past weekend. Uh, I, look, I like Buffalo in this, and I think Buffalo covers. I like Buffalo minus 7.5. They're, they're just they're a team that the Dolphins are go, the Dolphins are falling apart right now. And Tua does not look consistent. They're not running the ball consistently either right now. And, you know, there was a point where we are talking about Tua maybe winning MVP, and he's fading away. Yeah, he is. I like the under in this spot a lot, uh, not just because of the weather, but Miami's offense has been inept. You saw what Buffalo did against the Jets. That was an under machine. Yeah. I would look at a first half under as well. I, I just, with the weather, with these two teams, where they're at, what the, what's going on as a division rival, yeah, I really like the under 42. Yeah, I would actually look at the under even with these two offenses. Yeah. Like right now, I mean, Buffalo's offense, as far as like DVOA, they're one of the worst teams yeah. in the league the last couple they weeks. Are. And, um, you know, Josh Allen, he's going to get healthier, though. They really can't run the ball right now. No. I would still, I'm with you, Nick. I'd probably take Buffalo. Eventually, man, like they're going to figure some things out. I still think that they're the you team think to beat in seven? the AFC. You think you can get a seven? It's seven. I would maybe take Buffalo. That's a stay away right now. I would yeah. bet the under with you guys, though, yeah. if I could get like 42 yeah. and a half, 43. That's, that's a chance to be a very sloppy game. With the way that the Dolphins' offense has looked the last couple of weeks, it's not going to be any better in those types of conditions right. in Buffalo. That's, that's one of the big advantages they have. So it's... It's kind of make or break for Miami at this point. They're, they're really at the point now where everything becomes a must-win for, look, a lot of teams at this point. It's yeah. Early, but it's really the case for them, and they've, they've really started to fall off. And that's the only thing that scares me a little bit, or, like, we're still pricing the Bills. Like, it's like, you know, the early on in the season when Von Miller was there and when they were just, like, scoring 35 points every single game and just toying with teams. The Jets could have beat them last week. And we got the Dolphins, Buffalo. though. This is almost like a must-win game. Not I mean, like, to get into the playoffs, to keep their season alive. Yep. That's the only yeah. thing that scares me a little bit at 7.5. That's why I'm staying away right now, but I think the Bills are the side. You know, something to keep in mind, too, with the Dolphins, their point differential is only plus four. Yeah. Like, they, they play a lot of close games, or they've had just ones where they've gotten whooped, and it's balanced that the other way, but, you know, it's it's not like they're going and blowing teams out like the like the Bills or, you know, a team like the Cowboys like putting up yeah. big numbers. It's funny, because even the Cowboys and the Eagles, I want to the Cowboys are plus 131, and the Eagles are plus 138. I mean, those are the two teams at the top of the NFC East, just beating the hell out of well, teams. Well, and, and the Cowboys had two games. They padded. I know they padded they the padded stats a little bit. In sure. A, in a Dropping huge 50 way. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> against the Vikings. Yeah. Hey. But yeah, that, like, they're, they're an interesting team. But, yeah, I, uh, you, know, you want to talk about the Eagles-Bears? Because I love the Eagles in this spot. Anything mm-hmm. under 10. I mean, really anything under anything. Like, I just like <laughs> the Eagles against the Bears, period. Will not bet, bet against the Eagles for the rest of the year unless it's the playoffs. So, I'm going to tease. I mean, it, it's three. I, I don't think we're getting to eight and a half, though. I think the Eagles are a really good teaser leg, even though it's a road game against Chicago. Like, the Bears played their Super Bowl a couple weeks ago against the Packers and didn't cover the number. We know it's just going to be, if Justin Fields is healthy, him trying to run against this Eagles run defense, which is improved the last three weeks. We saw it two weeks ago. They shut down Derrick Henry. Um, yesterday, man, they were elite again. I feel like I would tease the Eagles. I just don't know what I would go with yet. I mean, hell, man, like, hmm, maybe the Browns. Yeah. You know? Yeah, get the Browns. You could get the Browns plus three and a half, plus four, if you wait for the right number. That, that might be a way to look at it. I'm with you, though. I would play the Eagles at nine. Anything under ten, I think that's a blowout. If I tell you to not to not fade the Celtics ever, I'm not going to fade the Eagles again. Yeah. Ever. Like, it's yeah. just, they, like, they've really, they've shown at this point now, at least during the regular season, 
They are a team that you do not bet against. You just can't. I, I thought there was a chance the Giants could keep that thing close. Same. And it was a, a dominating performance by the Eagles. Now, we may find out at the end the Giants were inflated at the beginning of the year and they're frauds anyway, but... If, if you beat a team that you're supposed to beat and you beat them by a lot, you're doing your job. Like, you can only play the team that's in front of you. It's like, I hate when people say that when they just go, oh, well, you know, they played this team and they're terrible. Well, yeah. Yeah, but how much did they beat them by? They beat them by three touchdowns? They did their job. Yeah. That, that, that's how this works. Yeah, the Eagles are a monster, man. I also like the over in that game, 48 and a half.